Welcome to Prosecco and Prose, the epilogue, season three superlatives. This week's Prosecco should definitely pass your Prosecco swillability test because it's our always favorite, our always go-to. Uh, not exactly. As much as I would love to be drinking Kirkland's Signature Solo Prosecco Superiore, we had one more bottle of bubbly that did not make it into a prose pairing. I just thought we could try it today. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. I mean, this season didn't produce a very memorable Prosecco haul. Oh, it was memorable, all right, just for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay, because, you know, first, someone's got to try these Proseccos, and second, the pros, you know, the pros more than made up for it in the memorable department. True. The pros was amazing. Okay, so what have you got? Should I be concerned? Probably. I am. Oh, no. (laughs) But figured, why not? Um, I mean, you're just so fun to surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Let me see it. I mean, now I know why it's all covered up and set up and like this big secret over here. Oh, it's a fun surprise. Uh, This one could be some real primo Prosecco. Mm -hmm. You just never know. No, you don't. But I'm just going to say from the way you are trying not to laugh, (laughs) it makes me think that this will be far from primo. The bottle, please. At your service, my Prosecco princess. Well, the label is simple. Kind of this elegant golden green. See? You're kind of paranoid. Mm. Mart, let's see, Martelozo? Martelozo? I think so. I looked at it and that's as close as I'm going to get to. Okay. Martelozo. It's a DOC. Mm-hmm. It's also a frizzante, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be overly bubbly, and it's a screw top. <laughs> Amy, I don't remember this one. Where did you get this? <laughs> I picked it up at the Tiger Mart that day, you know, that day that I bought that cupcake Prosecco for our science experiment. Tiger Mart? What's that? Really? Yeah. I mean, you don't listen. It's that gas station across the street, remember? Tiger Mart. Uh, You can buy wine, lottery tickets, crunchy, crispy chicken, and of course, screw top gas station Prosecco. Lovely. Hey, don't knock it till you've tried it. Hmm. Right? Okay. Well, let's see what other info I can get. From the back, we have the production area, Prosecco DOC. See, it's met some qualifications already. And we also learned this season that that doesn't necessarily refer to quality, But you're right. I need to be open-minded. Exactly. What else have you got? Okay. It gave us some tasting notes. It says light, soft wine, Mm. slightly aromatic with delicate taste of apples and fruit. Ooh, apples are back. And maybe you'll even taste them. This one even gives you some culinary suggestions. Hold on. It's very tiny print. I'm going to have to hold it on your side of the room. I'll give you my readers. (laughs) I might need them. (laughs) Excellent as an aperitif or with light seafood or fresh fruit dishes. Now I know why you asked me to bring fruit. Mm -hmm. And finally, serving temperature. So 8 to 10 degrees Celsius or 46 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And I did that. I'm trying to feel the bottle. I mean, this winemaker wants to ensure you do everything to get the best Prosecco sipping experience. You know, the producer, he just wants us to be prepared. Very. So it's only 10.5%, though, it says right here. So tad lower than most Proseccos. Have you rated it? I have, but, you know, I suddenly can't remember. Mm -hmm. See what you get. Okay, Amy. All right, hold on just a second. 
Amy, this is a 3.5, and it says it's about $18 a bottle. Kind of pricey for that rating. Not feeling this will be very primo. But it could end up being very swillable. I suppose it could be. Do you remember what you paid? I mean, did you pay $18 for this? Oh, no way. You know, I'm a bargain girl. I got it for like $6.99 in the clearance bottle bin. Tiger Mart. Come on. They have everything. Lottery tickets, crispy, crunchy chicken. (sighs) But now since it's a screw top and you do have the bottle, do you think you could handle opening it for once and pouring us a glass so we can try it out? I might be able to handle that. Hmm. I might need this something to... Give me a break. Girl. No, but it's just slippery because my hands are wet. I need like... Use your shirt. My shirt. No, I need like a, a, a... Oh my gosh. I might not be able to open it. <laughs> Do you need See, me to help you? Yes. <laughs> Seriously. You are I, kidding. <laughs> you must have loosened it for me. Yes, let's say that. Well, it didn't explode. I am disappointed. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed too. Wait, I'm going to hand you this one. Okay. Oh. A little bit of mousse. It actually looks more There's bubbly than I thought. There's a lot of collage in it. The mousse goes down it's rather pretty, quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. It's a pretty color. Yeah. Well, you can smell it straight out of the bottle. That's a very yellow. That's very yellow. Like mellow yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. So it's nope. got some pretty bubbles There's in it. There's a little bit of perlage yeah. in it. Some really fine, fine bubbles. There's no mousse left. I mean, that went away no, rather that was fast. These are hand-washed glasses, so we know it's true. Hmm. Oh, it actually does smell good. But it, it smells more fruity than normal, don't you think? I can smell the apples. Those yeah, are strong. Can. I can smell apples and grape. You taste first because you oh, got good. this stuff. Oh, I can definitely taste the apple. There's something else on the on the front. Oh, yeah. You can definitely taste the apple. It's... It's a little sour. Yeah. Like I was going to say bitter on the front. I can't tell oh, what it is. I, I see what you're saying, but for me, it's it's just, it's a little sour, I think. Maybe we should try a piece of fruit. I should have got some crispy, crunchy chicken to eat with it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved some crispy, crunchy chicken. It's a brand. Oh. Is it actually crispy, crunchy chicken? It is. Okay. Very greasy, too. Goes good with the fruit. Mm-hmm. Well... While we sip on this gas station libation, shall we give out some of our Prosecco superlatives for this season? So high school of us, but mm. let's do it. Let's. I have to say, Amy, I'm not 100% opposed to this. I wonder what the expiration date on this thing is, because I I mean, it was in the bargain bin, so but Prosecco doesn't last super long. So No, you need to drink it within a year. Yeah. All right, so we picked just four categories for our Prosecco superlatives. The bubbliest bubbly, not this not one. Not this. Mm-mm. Least favorite. Not this one. No. Most favorite. Not not this this one. one. (laughs) And the prettiest label. Not not this this one. (laughs) So, Amy, which Prosecco would you give the Bubbliest Bubbly Award to? Oh, that's super easy for me. Silt Bar from the, you know, that episode that kicked off the season, Mm. The Belt. The one, you know, that exploded all over our studio. <laughs> yes. Your face. It was I perfect. Know it. Uh, there's probably still a bit of Prolage in the carpet. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> I won't tell him. And what about you? Who did you give the award to? I agree. Silt Bar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was looking back over the season, and the Chloe Rosé was the one that popped on its own. So maybe it should have won. Uh, totally different situation with that one. True. But we won't go there. <laughs> no. But the Silt Bar popped and bubbled over with me trying to not let it. Mm-hmm. So I think Silt Bar is the clear winner here. Okay, okay. All right. 
Least favorite. Let's get this one out of the way. Oh, sheesh. Uh, there were a few of those, right? Mm. Speaking of the Chloe Rosé from Girls at Play, that was not a favorite, but the worst one ugh, was that Casa Saint uh, Ursula yeah. from the Four Winds episode. Ugh, it was so gross. It was. I mean, it was cheap, five bucks, but that thistle water that will never, ever pass my lips again. Ugh. It was so gross. I still I see, you're traumatized by oh it. Oh my I can gosh! See. I keep thinking of your skunk smell every time I see that bottle oh, on the right. shelves. Not good. Did not pass the swillability test at all. Gross. That one, yeah, that one was pretty awful. Do not buy Casa yeah. Casa Saint Ursula. Saint Ursula. And I think I said Saint Ursolo one time. I, I I can't even pronounce the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you don't want to know it. Ugh. It was awful. But my least favorite actually was the Luna Dior from the Haunting Olivia episode. And it was also a frizzante. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah. Because it reminded us of juicy fruit gum. Remember that? Oh, I do. I yeah. do. I don't mind juicy gum, but... I don't either, but not for my Prosecco, right? Right. All right. Most favorite. Oh, that's super easy for me. That would be the Bellissima. Uh, oh, it was yeah. that sparkling wine. It maybe wasn't Prosecco, but it was from our Popular Girls episode. Mm -hmm. It had the most alcohol. Of I do course. remember that. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, it was the most expensive. Yep. And I think, if I recall right, I gave it my highest rating. I think that was the 4.1. Mm -hmm. um, and the bottle, oh, it was just so girly and it was fun. I drink that anytime, any place, even in the Tiger Mart bathroom if they sold it. But they don't. I've checked. <laughs> well, it's probably not gas it's too station. No, yeah. it's not gas station libation. <laughs> no, it's not. And I did really like that one as well. We actually, I think we both rated that a 4.1. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I rated- I have to go back and listen. Yeah. I did rate it the highest as well, I think. But I think my favorite was actually Silk Bar from the Velt episode. Okay. It you know, initially, so yeah, it was. I thought all of the yeastiness made it not- you know, like Prosecco-y enough for me. But now I just think of bread and deliciousness. So I like to drink my bread. Bread, bread, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Silk Bar was my favorite. That was a good one. Was very different too. So last category was prettiest label. Which bottle earned that for you? Hmm, well, there were two that really caught my eye, Silt Bar and Chloe Rosé. Those were both so pretty to me. Oh, they were. You know, but for me... I just love a classic look. Chloe Rosé, I mean, with its pretty black bow on the white label with gold trim, it was just so pretty. Mm -hmm. However, it wasn't pretty in my mouth. <laughs> it was kind of gross, actually. But, you know, the outside was very nice to look at. You know, I'm thinking it's kind of like trying to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, like a handsome man that just appears in your dreams. But then when he leans down to kiss you, it's like a fish in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the description. Okay. Let's move on from that. Sorry, Josh. I wasn't talking about Josh. <laughs> well, of course not. Mm. Well, for me, I'm going to give the edge to Silt Bar because I loved the raised gold letters. Remember oh, across it was the top? pretty. And they had that pretty gold fan. It was almost, I don't know, it was very pretty. And it was simple, but it was elegant. Do you remember Renato? Yeah. That was yeah. quite a pretty bottle as yeah. well, really. That was an orangey. Yeah, it had all these decorations yeah, on it. Yeah, was good. We also upped our Prosecco knowledge this season. We did. We did. We kind of stepped it up. Mm -hmm. uh, we learned about mousse, you know, the foamy stuff on the top. Yeah, that this one did not have much right? of. Right. 
Obviously, Perlage, we knew that from season one, Mm -hmm. but those are just the bubbles inside. But we also learned two drier Proseccos, the Extra Brute and then Brute Nature, or was also known as Brute Zero, and had a no bubbles bubbly. Remember the Tranquillo or Calmo? That's right. And don't forget about those two top tier Proseccos we didn't know about. Oh, last episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cartese and Rive. I mean, we've got some sleuthing to do on our family trips oh, this winter. we do. We sure do. And I love how you roll that R. I'm working Rive. on it. Mm. I'm working on my Italian. We also had some interesting tasting notes this season, Ooh, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, I think we compared Prosecco to nail polish remover, perfume. There was a body lotion, <laughs> some weeds. My favorite, sweet tarts. Yes. Uh, juicy bubble gum, juicy fruit, right? Mm-hmm. And then even a skunk. Yeah, thistlewater skunk. <laughs> we had some interesting ones. We're, you know, branching out into a whole new Somalier oh, yeah. area. Or Somali no. <laughs> so we might be called Somali nose. Now our prose was interesting as well, but oh, in a much better way, right? Oh, I think so. Now our prose categories are best short, best novel, Best prose overall. Now, these are just our opinions, guys. You may disagree with us, and that is a-okay. Let A-okay, us know. Right. Most surprising read and prettiest book cover, I'm of so course. glad we picked the most surprising read. I know. I think that's important. I know. Because, because even as teachers, we still learn. All the time. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure I can guess, but what was your best short? Oh, I bet you can, because we both absolutely loved this one. The Hands of Dirty Children by Alejandro H. Puyana. H is for Hemingway. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) He's a story writer after my own heart. I just loved that piece so, so much. I mean, all of the shorts were so good this season. Oh, we never picked bad lead here. No, no, no. But I agree. Puyana's, for us, was the best. Novel? I hope it'll be for other folks, too. I know. I hope so, too. It's I can't so wait good. to see what he comes up with. I cannot wait for his novel to come out. I cannot. Okay, so you're asking me about a novel? Yes. Okay, well, this one was kind of hard for me. I mean, we always oh. pick great novels. This is a hard... They're right. both hard categories. Right. I loved both Marsha Preston's The Spiderling and Kristen Hanna's The Four Winds, but I think I'm going to have to stick with my favorite author, Marsha Preston. It was just amazing, it The was. Spiderling. What about you? Gosh, we had so many great reads this season. I mean, it's, were, it's hard to pick one. I know, they were all very good. They definitely were. Mine is a toss up between Girl A and The Push. I mean, I just okay. love thrillers. Yes, and you it's do. It's so hard to pick one. But if I have to. Oh, you do. I did. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Girl A. Okay. I loved how the twists were revealed. I just, it was fantastic. I was shocked and shocked and so shocked. So if, if Wendy is shocked by a thriller, <laughs> then it's good. Yes. Right? I think so. Yeah, I agree. All right. Overall, the overall. granddaddy of them all. Okay. Well, this is hands down, I mean, the hands of dirty children. It's <laughs> oh, my nice little ultimate favorite. I mean, it's just my ultimate favorite writing for the season. Because for me, for me... It elicited the most emotion. And I just, I could not get enough of it. I know. So I'm still reading it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. What can I say? I mean, I love Puyana's writing. But what took top honors for you? Oh, same. That story was just so, it was everything. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, I just don't have enough words for it. No. So everybody, if you haven't read it yet, The Hands of Dirty Children by Alejandro Puyana. What are you waiting for? Go and read it now. So what was your most surprising read? You know, something you just weren't expecting. 
I love this category. I know. Again, there were a few. Girl A, The Push, Detransition Baby. But not being a mother, there was a lot in The Push that I had just no idea. Oh, I can see that. I mean, motherhood? I'm not too sure I missed out on anything. Yeah, there there was a lot in that one. But I mean, that's not everybody's experience. But, exactly. You know, it just... It's what's so personal about literature. Oh, love it. I know. I know. I was most surprised by one. Tori Peters, Detransition Baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have always wanted to know more about trans people. And her story was just so informative. Yeah. So intelligently written. So, yeah. Right. Plus, she was so easy to connect with. I mean, I didn't feel weird asking her questions. She was accepting. And I wasn't afraid to say something that might offend her. I mean, she was so open. Yeah. I mean, that was very good. I didn't want to bug her a lot. But right. I mean, she's on a strict writing schedule, but oh, she was she just was so just open. She was just really open, yeah. yeah. And it was a, that was a surprising one as well, yes. too. I, I just, I think for me, the whole motherhood aspect is obviously sure. something I'm kind of fascinated with, but not part of, in right. a way. So, That's understandable. Yeah. All right. Our last category, wrapping it up. I mean, if we have a prettiest label, we also have to talk about the prettiest book cover. Oh, so. absolutely. And all the covers were so good this season and so perfect for their stories. But I, I personally loved the cover of The Push, Ashley Audrain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the Push okay. by Ashley Audrain, right. Why? The colors, the black, the minty blue, the violet. It's I mean, sort of bla- cold. Yeah. yeah. You think of black and blue. Um, <gasps> you know, you've got some violence, maybe some tragedy in there. Mm. I mean, those just really drew me into the story. When I saw that book cover, I could just feel something bad was going to happen. It evoked a mood, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. And I think you could kind of say that about all the covers this season. I mean, they were a oh, mood. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, they were. I mean, girl A, it was like peeking through um, the keyhole of their room. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, in the letter A, it's like the shape of the house, right? Whoa. Okay, I do see that. That's crazy. Gosh, I love a good book cover. Oh, I do too. I do too. So what was your prettiest? Well, that was easy. The Spiderling by Marsha Preston. Okay, okay. I just think there was so much emotion in the little girl. And even though like we only see the back of the mother, I yes. feel like you can feel it, right? Some tension. Yes. Yeah. And I, I just think having had to do a few goodbyes and welcome homes as a military spouse, I mean, we both have had to do that. Absolutely. There was just a real connection to that moment depicted on the cover. Right, right. It definitely gets you. It does. Well, that wraps up our superlatives of season three. Oh, uh, we had so much fun discussing our theme of power and the path it took us on through each piece. <laughs> it was. It was really fun. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on any of it, any of it, good or bad. You can email us on our website or message us on any of our social media. Oh, we'd love for you also to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. I mean, it just takes a few seconds. It's free. And it does mean so much to us. It does. And if you enjoyed the season, please tell a friend you think might enjoy listening to it as well. Yes. Tell all your family and friends if you haven't already. Right. Now, Wendy, you tell me your rating and your review of this Martellozo. 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 Prosecco Frizzante. I can't even say this. It's, this is really good. <laughs> well, let's see. So you're going to say it's swillable? I, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to give her a moment, guys, for that. I was waiting for a reaction and she wouldn't even look at me. That's where the pause was. <laughs> yeah. You guys can understand why. Mm. Um, You're right. It's not bad. It's very, it's kind of smooth. Yeah. 
It still has this bit of a sour. Yeah, right on the tip of your tongue, on the finish. It, um, I'm, I'm going to stick with a 3.5, maybe a 3.4. It's not terrible, though, but I'm not going to go higher than what they've... I mean, I would rather be drinking Kirtland's. I know. And I've got a bottle of that if we want to do some work afterwards. Or not. Maybe not. Do any work. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe just drink. But yeah, I, I would... Uh, it can have a 3.5 for me. And it does go very well with this fruit and fluff. It does. And thank you for making that. I love the fluff. Yeah, it's delicious. Our dippables. What dippables. about you? Um, you know, it's gas station Prosecco. Um, gas station libation. It's better than Casa Santa Sola. Yes. And Luna de Or. I'm going to go with a 3.6. Okay. I mean, if it in a regular store, if it sold at $18... I mean, uh, no, I would not buy, buy that. No, there's no way. There's no way. Six ninety nine. I think we got ourselves a deal here. I'm going to go with a 3.6. Okay. And it's sweet. There's a little sweetness to it. Sweet and sour. That's why you like it. It's got that sweet tart, sweet yes. and sour. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking so. I love that fill in along the side of my tongue and on the tip of the tongue. And mine does not have any more pelage in it. So mine does still have some bubbles and I actually like... Well, I only have like one swig, so I guess yeah. Amy there's definitely no bubble did like travel. It. You definitely found it swillable. Mm didn't you? Mm, so good. Well, I think that's a wrap on season three. I think so. Thank you everyone for coming along on this power trip with us. Our next season is all about love. <sighs> and we will be dropping that in February. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. In the meantime, you can find us on our social media or website. And as always, pop a cork and read. read.